life under the sea is better than anything they got up there. The seaweed is always greener. Welcome to the Chaos of the Coffee Shop podcast. My name's Justin. And my name is D. Hay. And every week... <laughs> On this, every single week on this podcast, we make a song for you. Yeah. This week we is never no different. Stop. We've never yeah. stopped. We've never missed a week. Yeah. And that's why this week we're just continuing off of last week's The Trilogy Part 2. Yes. Which was definitely the last episode we the, did. Yes. Because we didn't do anything after that. No. No. So we... There is... Well, the last week we released um, the trilogy book to Cleveland, the Nation of Evil. Oh, yes. And I remember um, that. And then this has got to be the direct. We just got to pick up right where we left off after that. And we both, I mean, we remember how that ended. Yeah. So should we do a little bit of like last time on the trilogy book yeah. to Cleveland, the Nation of Evil? Yeah. Let's do a little bit of a recap here. Okay. Last time on the trilogy book to Cleveland, the Nation of Evil. Uh, oh, oh, no. The- <laughs> Cleveland, um, oh, and then the toilet. Flush. Hey, and then he walks, uh, the pit, Hamlet, he walks out and he's like, hey, I'm a, you're, you're messing with the, you're messing with the wrong pig. It was definitely something like that. It was something like that. He had, there was a really cool, like, pickup at was, the end, I remember. Like, he had a good line yeah. that we ended on there. Let me, let me just, let me just listen to this real quick. Was, let me just, oh, damn, that was a cool song. We got, like, some dubstep there at the end. Uh, Wait, all right, here it comes. Okay. Okay, somebody just was shot and killed. Okay. They're crawling to a porta potty. I remember this. Right, right. Then the porta potty door opens. Yeah, there's the flush. Door opens. Mm-hmm. Here's a line. I really went in on the sound design here. Oh, he said, I thought I was pooped. There it was. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that, yeah. yeah. So that's where we ended. Yeah. With Hamlet and his tail. Hamlet's tail. He's, so he's I back on the scene. Yeah. So this he, episode is sort of the Hamlet coming back and doing war on the nation of evil. Yeah, this is Hamlet sort of saving the day and wrapping up the trilogy in a nice, neat bow. Yeah. So it's got to be, man, we really should have should have listened to those <laughs> guys, shouldn't we have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you know, you'll just forget a lot in one week. Exactly. Yeah. But it's still in there. You know, your memories like when you do things, uh-huh. it's it always stays with you in your heart. Yeah. No, it's at, in at some there. level. You just so, have to f- dig and find it somehow. Yeah. And even if it's wrong, maybe that's. It's like, you know, your memories are what you make of them. So if you think of incorrect memories that are just make up memories, then Mm. that's your new truth and you should live in it and you should love it. It's like the emperor's new clothes. Yeah. You know, it's just like, like when in Rome, you know? Yeah. When in Rome. And so like if, if our memories aren't, as good as we want them to be then we could just make better memories and maybe that's that's a, a theme we could kind of jump off of yeah so so i think sort of what you're saying is that us not being able to recall exactly what was happening in the trilogy might just mean that 
it wasn't very good and we need to just sort of take what we know, but then just continue with it. You know, like we know Hamlet Mm -hmm. and then or uh, yeah, maybe this is part of the trilogy. Maybe our memories were altered by the Demon King. The Demon King. Because he didn't... Because the, the, the Demon King, the villain of this trilogy, doesn't want us to finish it because he knows that heroes will win. Yeah, so he I, wiped the the memories of the writers themselves. Right. Wow. Because the trilogy isn't just this story. It's this podcast that's telling this story. Yeah. We I are in so. the trilogy mm-hmm. as characters. Yeah, we are us. We are we're on the stage telling this in front of a live audience. Right. So, and this is all scripted. Right. So, I think what Hamlet needs to do is yeah. He needs to defeat the demon king who's messing with our memories. Hmm. So, so Hamlet I, like, has to save God because we're effectively uh, okay. God, right? Okay. So Hamlet, Hamlet is tasked with defeating the demon king in order to save God. Yeah. Or the the writers, which is us. Yeah, but I mean, God. in this universe, yeah. we're, we're pretty much God, right? Yeah, I mean, we're God of Hamlet's universe. No, I'm not saying we're the but... Christian God, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, I'm thinking if we're also a part of the trilogy, we're not necessarily God of our universe. Although we kind of are, because we did make the trilogy. Yeah, so that all makes sense. Right. So, so how do we get a fictional character to influence God? Hmm. Like, well, it'd be like, it'd be like if the Christian God who we all believe in. Yes. Um, if he were to make me just a lowly human, let's call me Daryl. Daryl. And if I like, how would I be able to save God? Well, that's, I mean, it's a massive undertaking that only someone like Hamlet could, uh, be expected to, to undertake, (laughs) you know, right. The, um, it's, you know, you know how it's a sin to draw a picture of Allah? <laughs> um, okay, sure. Maybe it's a I sin guess. to to draw a picture of Allah because if you do that, you're creating a cartoon that will defeat God. Oh, shit. So you could just be like starting exactly. another religion, if which exactly. will overtake. So, shit. It, does that mean like every story has the potential to become a religion and i'm just realizing that that is absolutely true (laughs) like every fictional story has the potential to become a religion and so i think that that might be exactly what we've accidentally done here yeah we've accidentally started a religion yeah or we're we're starting something that we can't contain that's going to overtake the the current true religion yeah of orthodox christianity (laughs) exactly so oh man so wait but so is the demon king trying to kill the christian (laughs) see see, now is the demon king the good guy or like um hmm. so is the demon king on the side of christianity if hamlet is against it is okay is cleveland a christian city um is hold on let me google let me just google that biblical city i'm just gonna google is 
Cleveland. Is Cleveland the city of God? I'm not getting a straight yes or no answer. Hmm. So I think it's up to us. Okay. Seems so, like there are multiple religions in Cleveland. Yeah, that's going to well, be Well, 52.2% problem. of the people in Cleveland are religious. Okay. And that's just a fact you can take away from this podcast, according <laughs> 50, to... 52%? Uh, yeah, 522 are religious, but that then that religious makeup uh, can be broken down into many that seems That seems like a low percentage. Yeah. You know, you think, you think the old United States... Of America, yeah, would have, have a higher. Percent. Is that representative of like the whole country, or is that just Cleveland? Cleveland is just a godless hellscape. Um, I think that is true. Um, I mean, you know, this is just according to bestplaces.net. Yeah, which yeah. obviously is the most rep- reputable source obviously, of Cleveland yeah. information. I'm gonna but, Google what percentage of the U.S. population is is religious. <laughs> this is um. All gonna, it's all gonna make sense. Yeah. Well, the thing is, at what percentage do you need to be to be a godless nation? Mm -hmm. That's like, is the fact that Cleveland hit over the 50% religious threshold, is that enough for them to be godly? Well, so in the US in 2020, um, 68% of Americans reported praying daily or weekly. Hmm. So, I mean, that's a good number. Yeah, that's what we want to see. Yeah, that's what we like to see. Um, and if Cleveland only has, what do you say, 51%? 52.2. 52. 52.2%. So they're below the national average. Ooh, that. I mean, I guess that means that's a godless city. That's a godless city. So I guess we can't bring the Christian God into this. Mm. Or maybe we still have to. Mm. I, I mean, well, so Cleveland, didn't they seal the Demon King away? Yeah, I'm remembering that they did seal okay. the Demon King away. So I want to say, I want to say that it was a Christian city before mm. they sealed the Demon King. And now there's sort of a Christian resistance that oh. seeks to revive the Demon King. So the Demon King is Christian? Yeah. Okay. Got Wait. It. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. And and that means so then Hamlet is atheist. Yeah. Or is he just another religion? Um maybe he's like a he's like a weird farm animal religion. Like he just yeah. believes in like a pig god. Yeah, that seems good. Yeah. It, like he believes in farm pork lore. Pork yeah. Pork like, lore the pig god. Yeah. So he believes in that. Um, and that's what he wants us to believe in. He's so is Hamlet trying to bring the good word of pork lore to Cleveland or is he just trying he's to trying, defend the farm from Christianity? I think he's trying to bring pork lore to us. Okay. And the demon king is trying to make it so that doesn't happen. Okay, to us, meaning like Justin and DJ. Yeah, yeah. That's- and the thing is, it's working because we just started talking about Pork Lord, and yeah, you, and you just made him up. So like, or did I? You know. Yeah, and it's like we can't really know that, but at like we've started talking about it, and that's the first step towards uh-huh. accepting him as your lord, the and one true god. Savior. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I feel like we've kind of turned the character of Hamlet on his head here a little bit. And that, that may be for the best. Um, I don't remember the details of Hamlet, but I don't <laughs> recall him being a religious zealot before. <laughs> um, well, maybe this was his master plan. Yeah. Like this is the big like turning point in the movie uh-huh. of the of the the po- podcast yeah okay which won't ever be made but i mean it's a big twist like i'm shocked that hamlet is no longer like our sort of hero that that we thought he was no i, I feel i'm kind of i don't know whose team i'm on now it seems like everybody's the bad guy a little bit yeah do we need to we need to name a new hero in this story because i can't relate to anyone now um, I remember I there mean, being some like sort of Charlotte's Web vibes <laughs> last time. Well, I think that was in like the first one. <laughs> yeah, because I remember there's a big rush of water that <laughs> destroyed <laughs> this because they were having the water balloon festival. <laughs> yeah, the the national the the yearly annual uh, water balloon festival. Yeah, and then the spider is just destroyed by a. A, a torrent of water. Yeah, and this is how great our storytelling is because it starts out so small with just a humble water balloon festival, <laughs> and like the stakes are so low. And now we're talking about dethroning the Christian God. Yeah, and I mean that just goes That's to show us storytelling. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, I th- again, I think we need a new hero here. Okay, we just a from scratch a new character. Well, someone's w- got to come up from the woodwork a little bit because, like, now everyone's a bad guy. Are we allowed to be the hero, or are we not necessarily good guys either? I feel like we can be the hero, but how? How do we like interfere? You know. With this fictional tale, how do how do two handsome podcast gentlemen just insert themselves in this folklore? We could just kill Hamlet <laughs> in the most fucking gruesome way. Okay, yes. hear me out. This this is okay. the song. This is where the song comes in. Okay. The song is just us fucking brutally murdering Hamlet. <laughs> just so and the purpose of it is to send a message to oh all fictional God. characters to, to not even think of being created. So <laughs> Hamlet Hamlet comes off the toilet. He, he says his really cool line and then just just two guys descend from the heavens and just fucking obliterate. Yeah, we pig. just kill him in every way possible. <laughs> and like we can do it because he lives in the world of our minds. Yeah, any way and that we can imagine to torture and kill this pig, we can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I want it to take days. <laughs> I want it to be hard to listen to oh my god i mean just the squeals i want there i want nobody to ever even entertain the thought that hamlet could possibly be alive even within our fiction no as twisted as our fiction from the mindscape you can't even imagine that he's alive after this. right you'll just remember vague screams (laughs) 
I want to this. I mean, it is the Halloween season. Oh yeah. This could do. We could just create utter death um, and bring about the end times. You know, yeah. I want nightmares from this. Yeah. I mean, we have to kill him and his God. Yeah. <laughs> pork lore. Yeah. Pork lore. We have to kill him. We have to like kill his identity. We have to wipe him from yeah. existence. Does he? We have to kill his kids and we have to kill his parents so that they can never make another one you know nobody we have to make a song so that people forget about the beginning of this podcast <laughs> and be, erase the existence of maybe we'll delete the first two episodes after this <laughs> yeah yeah just fucking gone you know because the true hero is the one that writes history yeah i mean the w winner writes the history books, right? Yeah. So, like, we that's get to why, write the history books. Yeah, that's why we're the heroes of this story. <laughs> that's why we're the heroes. So, do we just, um, I mean, like, it, there's got to be some kind of a format to this, right? Or is is the whole song just the brutal, never-ending massacre of Hamlet the pig? Um, I mean, could we could we musicify that? Well. I mean, it has to vaguely be a song, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and mm. is it going to be largely sound effects or description? Because we could have Maybe. a lyrical description of what we're doing to Hamlet. Yeah. You know? Um, it could even be kind of folksy. Yeah, I, I'm thinking like maybe every sound, like say we had guitar or drums. Yeah. But we, we replace those with murder sounds to just dis that destroy hamlet okay so like the guitar is like a knife slashing okay like his hooves off and we could have like drums and the bass drum is like an, a, a grenade yeah exploding him mm -hmm. to pieces yeah okay that sounds good but again is there like a format to this not even musically mm. speaking i mean like is or is it literally just like the end of book two, Hamlet walks out of the bathroom and then the next time we hear from him, he's just being brutally fucking dismembered by two random guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, cool. I'm honestly, I'm cool with that. If that's where we want to go, I just need like verbal confirmation. Yeah. You. It, you know, it, I'm, I'm just thinking it doesn't even need to be us killing him. Like we could yeah. imagine like a sort of hell angel type being coming down and just descending on this world the hell's angels motorcycle <laughs> club <laughs> mm -hmm. comes comes up to hang comes down from the heavens yeah and then fires a beam of light that captures hamlet and forces him to experience an infinite reality of, of every every possible form of death yeah. he experiences every single form of death you could possibly imagine yeah to the point to the point that he denounces his god <laughs> and and he loses himself within the torture uh -huh. and while and in in the reality it maybe takes 30 minutes mm -hmm. um, to him it's it's infinite time it's yeah and when he when he comes out of it, he is just dust. Yeah. And you know? we don't remember him. No one remembers him. All the Clevelandites just go home because they don't even remember why they're here. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, maybe we need to make a song so confusing that by the end of the song, you have no idea what you just listened to. Like what the I think we've you know, done that before, probably. Yeah. But I think we like ramp that up yeah. to like this Take song changes like by the end of the song. It's like a Taylor Swift cover, like something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Random. It's like it's like a song that, you know, like, you know, uh-huh. it's like Have Backstreet you heard Boys. any of the new Taylor Swift jams. No, but it's it's just like turns into that. I um, like it. I mean, see, I like the idea of it just turning into just an honest cover of a random fucking song or something. Like at the end, it's just total curveball. Like maybe it's just like a Saturday afternoon sitcom or something. By the end. Yeah, it's you just know? like Seinfeld. Yeah, at the we're end. just listening to like an actual clip of a Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. that's how that's how you forget. <laughs> you just you just have to listen to Jerry and the gang's antics. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, like, I, I feel like we, we've just got it. I don't know. Really I don't know what else nailed this one. Uh, yeah. Might just be, you know, come, you know, we took a week off since, I mean, we released a podcast last week, but we have, we haven't recorded for one week. And <laughs> so I feel like maybe, maybe we have earned a little bit of a easy one. You yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we don't yeah. record for a full hour this time. Maybe we just give it, give it the old 27 minute and 55 seconds treatment, you know? Yeah, we've been working hard, you know. We yeah, put man. out a lot of a lot of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and this this is the grand finale. So it's, I mean, honestly, like, what more is there to say? Mm-hmm. This is what they've been expecting, and they're gonna forget all about it. So I guess uh, we'll just set it? it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things surround you what more is you looking for under the sea under the sea darling it's better down where it's wetter take it from me up on the shore they work all day out in the sun they slave away while we devoting full time to floating under the sea 
Down here all the fish is happy, as off through the waves they roll. The fish on the land ain't happy, the sad cause they're in their bowl. But fish in the bowl is lucky, they're in for a worse fate. One day when the boss get hungry, guess who's gonna be on that plate? Under the sea, under the sea, nobody beat us, fry us, and eat us in fricassee. We what the lamb folks loves to cook, under the sea we're off the hook. We got no troubles, life is the bubbles, under the sea. Since life is sweet here, we got the beat here naturally. Even the sturgeon and the ray, they get the urge to start to play. We got the spirit, you got to hear it under the sea. The newt played the flute, the cop played the hop, the place played the bass. They sounding sharp, the bass played the brass, the chub played the tub. The fluke is a duke of soul. The ray he can play the lings on the strings, the trout rocking out the blackfish he sings, the smelt and the sprat they know where it's at. And oh, that blowfish blood under the sea. Under the sea, when the sardine begin the beginning music to me, we got a hot crustacean band. Each little clam here know how to jam here under the sea. Each little slug here caught in a rug here under the sea. Each little snail here know how to wear here. That's why it's hotter under the water. Where are we in luck here? Down in the muck here under the sea. Yeah, we in luck here. Down in the muck here under the sea. <laughs>